are here to talk to you about anime. Uh, believe it or not, I'm still excited about that, which shows that you're still like new to anime, which is, I, yeah. it makes me happy. <laughs> well, it's it's cool because I've officially watched like a lot more anime than I think you would have expected me to watch for this show. Yeah, um, I've watched three whole episodes. Three episodes. Uh, you made it through a whole hour of, of like watching a TV show. That's right. Is you know. I'm all about meeting you where you're at. I think that's the effective teaching model. <laughs> um, we're coaching you through it. Um, and yeah, no, it's, it's good. I like that um, that the uh, the end theme is like good. You want to watch it at least mm -hmm. once, but then like after that, it's okay. You can kind of skip it. Like mm -hmm. that's cool to me. That's like, that's very helpful. <laughs> that's uh, maximizing uh, time efficiency. And um, you know how much I like maximizing time. Oh yeah, <laughs> you've got you've got your daily planner. It's down to the minute. Um, you know, you block off the forty-seven minutes a day to talk to your family on the phone. Because um, I can't see them in person. I just want to yeah. talk to them more. Because I'm a good I'm a good family member. You, you're you're living that startup lifestyle. Um, <laughs> That's right. I wake up at five. I exercise strangely for an hour and a half. Waking up at five? That's so late. I know. Well, I have my uh, my sleep coach said I needed more sleep. That's fair. That's I feel fair. lazy, but you know, yeah, doctors. You know, you've been trying to cut back on the microdosing. So, <laughs> um, well, we're here to talk about. Um, well, first, let me ask you: How are you? How are you, Andrew? How are you, Pess? How? How's uh, I'm I'm doing okay. Uh, I'm gonna do my best to uh, not get any debilitating leg cramps this episode. That's my <laughs> goal. Um, that's, that's a very good goal. Yeah, um, peripheral neuropathy. I really, I really recommend it. Just like destroy your back multiple times in your life, and um, the rewards are never ending. Um, and you like you you run and stuff. Like you have a you have a body that is in shape, and, and, and yeah, it's, so well, like, it's, it feels unfair to me. So like I have, uh, I live with a fun thing of you know lots of people they're into fitness because it's like all oh, these health benefits. I feel better. I can like wear clothes I want to wear, body image, reasons. et cetera, et cetera. Um, I have the, um, if I'm not constantly strengthening my core, I'm dying because my mm. muscles don't work right. Yeah, that's not really a, that's a rough reason to have to exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad that you're doing it then because uh, we'd hate to have you die. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> I said we. I, I, I don't know about you. Um, but, yeah, so uh, we watched the first three episodes of uh, Kids on the Slope. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want an intro to the show in sort of like the general sense, you should go back and listen to episode one. We talk a little bit about it there, or Andrew does. Um, and uh, I feel like we should just get into these first three episodes. Uh, well, which are, hold on. Hold on. Before yeah. we do that, we need to talk about what leads the episodes, Trevor. What are your thoughts on the opening? Oh, I like it a lot. Yeah. It's cool. It like it. It basically makes it's me. Very, feel it's cool. very brave of you to say that you like a song that Yoko Kano composed and well, yeah. sang. You're well, really. It's funny when I, I tweeted out the uh, I tweeted out the the thing about the first episode right before mm -hmm. we recorded, and I only saw a few responses, but like because mm -hmm. uh, I just tweeted it out. But the uh, the one we, response was uh, "Slice of Life" stuff does nothing for me, but if the seatbelts are involved, I probably should watch this. Yeah, Yoko which Kano. Is like, she's 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 out there. Yeah, Yoko Kano is a good reason to watch anything. I think her music is absolutely recommends itself. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I also think that the whole like the general sense of um, that it's like a cool like psych me up kind of song that for for a slice of life anime about like yeah. kids finding themselves in the world is 
pretty it's, remarkable. It's, it's all about setting the mood, and you know it does a really good job of that. You know, they say melody at the end. There's a trumpet playing. It's yeah. all it's all that you want. You yeah, can see and a it, lot of animators just get to break loose and make what they actually want to make. Well, yeah, and I think so. Yeah, yeah, that's what one of the things you were saying before, like it that it's just a bunch of people who are already pretty established, and mm-hmm. it it shows that they're just like. I mean, the show feels like this is like kind of like a, a, a trite thing to say or like a, a boring thing to say about something that I like. But it feels like the, everyone making the show is having a good time. Like it feels like it's something that they actually like are putting like there are like little bits of, of themselves in it. Yeah, um, which is nice because like um, let me let me uh, I'll, I'll try to translate this uh, to video games uh, for you, Trevor. Please. That is your primary. So you know how. Um, Whenever you see a AAA game, there's a part of your brain that goes like, huh, I bet a lot of like people were hurt for the rest of their lives in the making of this. Yes. And then your brain just <laughs> continues on. And it's like, wait, limiting this to like a AAA issue ignores all the like shitty indie companies that use being an indie company to shield themselves from that. Um, so, you know. A lot of a lot of times, the anime runs in that same issue. I, I can imagine. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's it's. I mean, animation is no joke. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, we all saw that parent. Well, you and I, and uh, hopefully everyone else listening to this episode has seen that Paranoia Agent episode about the anime uh, production, yeah. which really like sort of gives a sense of how horrible it must be. Yeah. Um, but the pay is great. That's uh, <laughs> it's not. But so uh, yeah. But yeah, no, it, it, but this feels like, this feels like something where like the people doing it had the luxury to care about it. I'll say it that way. That's, that's probably a better way to say it. Um, and the, like, one of the things I really like about the theme song is like, it's not just a generic theme song in that it kind of introduces the, the unique element of the show, which is that like most every episode, the first episode doesn't have this, but every episode after that has it where there's like a jam session. Um, yeah, you, and you, apparently, like Yoko Kano uh, has some like uh, um, relatively unknown uh, uh, musicians playing with her on those jam sessions, and it's like it's it's kind of like a cool collaboration. Oh, yeah, she yeah, she, she uh, put people on as as uh, the parlance was ten years ago. Um, <laughs> um, again, yeah, I'm no. try, again, I'm trying to meet you where you're at. Um, I appreciate that. I had no idea. I had no idea that the parlance had changed. I've been saying that to all my cool friends. Yeah, eventually. Um, yeah, you know. All my cool friends in the video games. All yeah, all your cool friends that refer to slang as parlance. Um, <laughs> yeah. All my cool eighty-year-old friends. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it, it's like that that element of it, the fact that it's like a jazz show, but it really is about jazz. Like it's it doesn't shy away from the like the kind of like actual music, both in terms of. You walk actual people yeah. and playing actual music. Yeah, you walk into the record store and it's like, yeah, these are all just real ass co- album covers. Yeah, the Art Blakely cover was was cool yeah. to see. You then, used course, your research Aladdin's budget cover. well. <laughs> I I like I I messaged uh, uh, Piss when I was listening to when I was watching one of the episodes and I was like, oh man, they made an Elvin Jones reference, and I was like. It's really stupid of me for like to get so excited about yeah. that one. This is a show where like they're just showing constant blue note yeah. covers. All, like, yeah, why wouldn't and they? But all the episode titles cool. are just named after songs that they play in the episodes. Yep, and they all deal with the plot of the episode, which I thought was yeah. cool. Like, um, uh, well, we don't have to get. We can go in order, but the third episode yeah. title I thought was especially well done. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. 
Oh, I get. Like, so the last thing is, um, you've so you watched, and so the ED we already covered it. You like it, but did you watch any of the omakes? You know the of like right at the end. Oh yeah. Techni- technically the preview, but it's mainly just like random characters talking bullshit. Oh yeah, I always watch that. I love. All those. right, good, good. Well, so we can talk about the blue sky burger later. Um, yeah, I'm very. Int- I thought that was really strange. All right, you know. Yeah, you know. What, let's talk let's about. Let's talk about blue, it now. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So one that is a real thing. Uh, do you want to guess what the blue sky burger is and what makes it special? <sighs> blue sky burger. Well, apparently the woman who owns it is mean. Uh, according it's, to the Amaya. Yeah, she she's been running it for quite a long time based off the research I found of a let led me to like eatjapan.com. Blue Sky Burger. Is it It sounds like it would be something like bison or something like that. No, it's not. It's, it's not, not it's, that. It's beef. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, the meat is not what makes it special. By the way, I'm sure it's you know, I'm sure it's good beef, but you know, the quality is not what Interesting. Uh Is it open air? No, no, no. Okay. One more. One more. Okay. Blue Sky Burger. Is it because it is a jazz-based restaurant? Mm, Not one bit. Not one bit. I mean, it might be, but that's not why. It's served upside down. Oh, nice. It makes makes it easier to eat. That's, That's what makes it special. I love it. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, so one of the, one of the, it's called nomake? Yeah. This just means, it means extra. So, like, basically, like, the term, you know, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, but it came to popularity with effectively, like, it it was originally used around, like, you know, when you'd open the Cracker Jacks and you'd get, like, the shitty piece of paper with bad jokes written on it? Like, it was that, and then, you know, it it has spread into manga and anime and, you know, all forms of entertainment, effectively. Well, yeah, I, it, I actually was something I didn't know about it, but it was something that I've seen in other anime. Like it was in Paranoia Agent, for instance. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I mean, even to a degree, like it wasn't necessarily very funny or anything, but it was in like there was that classic Dragon Ball thing where um, the Dragon Ball Z thing where the joke would be like, you know, the announcer would be asking, will Goku survive? And the, oh, the yeah. title would be yeah. like, Goku survives. Um, <laughs> Dragon Ball, original, yeah, original dub Dragon Ball Z titles are great. They're so good. Um, but yeah, yeah. no, I, I liked them. And so in the Wanamaki, uh, it's um, uh, Richan, uh, the, I, I'm going to actually forget her actual name, but I, because I just remember what uh, the characters call each other. Yeah. Um, but Ri, uh, who's one of the, the main three uh, yeah. characters in the show is uh, introducing the next episode or previewing the next episode. Some random guy stops in and says, hey, you should go try the Blue Sky Burger. Yeah. And she's like, who are you? What's going on? And it's the dialect coach for the uh, for the uh, anime saying you yeah. should go try this local restaurant. Just with it, we're, just, we're just having fun here. Yeah, it seems like they're just having a good time. Yeah. Um, that was something that I thought I'd ask you. So, like, there's a lot of talk in the show about dialect, and I can't tell. I I will not pretend to know anything about Japanese dialects. Um, mm-hmm. Is do you know anything about that? Do you know anything um, about like tre- what the difficulty would be there for yeah, our so, main character? Yeah. So Trevor, if there's one thing you know about me, right, uh-huh. it's that I love pronouncing words I'm not familiar with. <laughs> Well, I'm not asking you to pronounce it. Yeah. No, I mean, regionalisms are a thing. I think the most famous one is, like, the Kansai accent becomes, like, Appalachian. Um, oh, that's, okay. You know, that's the common yeah. one. I'm not, like, 
I'm 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 not going to tell you that I know what the Kyushu accent like tran- if that even maps to an American accent generally but yeah like okay. regionalisms and accents totally totally a thing. It seemed like it was mostly based on like a class thing. Like our uh, uh Kazuo our um our protagonist of sorts mm-hmm. is um like he shows up at school in the first episode and he is seen as like this rich aloof smart kid because um, mm-hmm. he's from like a wealthier far away area. Um, yeah, and he's sort of like he doesn't like the people he's in school with, um, and it's not clear if he doesn't like them because they're poorer than him or because he thinks they're stupid or some version of both. But yeah, he's we'll, very we'll, we'll get it more into that specifically. But yeah, so it's the language. Um, I'm I don't know how uh, the like language in Japan is specifically morphed and changed over time. Um, my, I know a little bit more about romance languages, and that's where I'm coming from. But so where he lived before and has lived generally, he he basically lived in the uh, suburbs of Yokohama, which Yokohama is like right next to Japan, or pff, right right <laughs> so, next yeah. to Tokyo. It's like less than an hour drive from Tokyo. Okay. So he was very much in the core. And if the spread of... Uh, and generally, the way that the spreading of language and standardization of a language, let's use France as an example. Like 150 years ago, um, the French language outside of Paris looked fucking nothing like what an average person would recognize, right? Right, and sure. a big part And a big part of establishing the French nation state was sending people to go like, nah, fuckers, this is what French looks like. Um, right. Yeah, this and, happened. I mean, this happened in England too, with the sort of like uh, the the lengthening of vowels and the sort of shift between Old English, Middle English, um, like yeah. very mysterious to historians, but mostly yeah. agreed that just like someone near London was like, we gotta standardize this. Yeah, and as much as I just as much in the intro episode, I talked about avoiding uh, Orientalism and also just like imposing you know Eurocentric views onto. Uh, anime and japan in general i'm just gonna assume it was kind of the same there <laughs> i don't think i don't think that's unfair to assume yeah i, I think that's i think that's less a. Uh, I mean it is you know I, we're, we're doing that but at the same point i think you're you're sort of talking about a I, I don't know to me to me that seems like just something that kind of happens in yeah. languages like a, I, I have effect. I, I have actually um gone onto the japanese dialects wikipedia page Great. and it is talking about the like First with the original modernization and then the 19th century and then from the 1940s to 60s, there was a big, like, now we are standardizing the fuck out of this language. And oh, considering okay. that this show takes place in the mid-1960s. Yeah, it totally makes sense that that would be a yeah. plot point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so so I like, now that we've talked for, like, five minutes about this one-off thing. I Yeah, I know. I found it interesting. I mean, like, it's, yeah. it's, it's one-off, but it's also, like, I don't know. It speaks to the characters. I feel like... I feel like this is like a, a kind of your typical fish out of water story, but mm-hmm. how you understand like how Kazuo is a fish out of water, yeah, um, it's a little bit like you you kind of have to understand all this stuff too, like why he doesn't feel good. No, like I think at. yeah, no, I think that's actually like I hadn't thought of that, so I think it is actually an easy thing because you know language, it's weird, man. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And his dad, he's also kind of a military brat. His dad is a sailor and moves around yeah. a lot, and his mother's not in the picture, so he has to. He says he's changed schools like yeah, tons so, of times. So yeah, I guess well, like since we're talking about that now, might as well kick off into the general yeah, synopsis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the plan, you know, I'm gonna just read through basic synopsis. What happened in the episode? We talk about you know that episode, then episode two, episode three. You know, we, we, we're we having a good time here. So, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, no. I and, and remind me of the plan whenever you need to. I yeah. will forget about it. No, I mean, listen, we're gonna like we're, we're not gonna respect this plan at all. It's, but um, <laughs> it's fine. But so, the actual first shot of the show is the is a black screen and. Uh, Kyra Nishimi, who for the rest of this, I will just call him Richie or Bond because that's what yeah. Sakaro calls him. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I was waiting to be able yeah. to call him Richie. Yeah. So bad. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I like legitimately forgot that his name wasn't like some, you know, thing that easily became Richie because um, it's been a while since I watched the show. But um, anyway, it, yeah, it's just a black screen and just I hate everything about this. Right. Um, so yeah, so we found out that our friend Richie is uh, pretty pissed about having to move um, from uh, Yokosuka, which you know, as I said, you know, in in the Tokyo Bay, um, and you know, he's had to move a lot, um, and just you get this first actual shot is just him climbing up this goddamn hill, um, with and as I'm looking at my fuck it, one of my several yes. Henry uh, or. Trevor, did I cut out? Uh-oh. Are you back? I lost you there for a second. Oh, shit. Okay, where did I cut You cut out? out at a goddamn hill. Okay, good, good. Okay. Um, so you just see him climbing up this goddamn hill, and now, as I'm staring at one of my several, uh, Henry Lefebvre? Ah, uh, yeah, the guy yeah. whose name I'd never know how to pronounce. Yeah, you know, urban planning minor. Don't know how to pronounce any of the names in it. It's fine. But so as I'm staring at one of his books, I feel, I feel remiss not to just vaguely mention, like, you know, instantly creating space into making this hill not just a hill, but just a vile place for vile people. Right. Um, yeah. And, and also giving the name, also, like, giving you a reason why it's called Kids on the Slope. Yeah. Like, instantly you understand what the title like, ah, yes, is. Ah, yes, the title show's about. Yeah. yeah. But, um, so, yeah, so he's climbing, after he climbs up the hill, it's the, you know, general, welcome to high school, welcome to your new school. It sucks. Um, you know, he, he immediately gets bullied by, you know, two kids because another kid with uh, glasses talks to him about what club is he going to join. Um... Definitely one of my favorite uh, brutal moments in the first episode is when uh, that kid, like, where he's like, I'm so sorry, the other kid with glasses yeah, definitely really shows up again. Is that right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, who just, like, he's like, oh, so, uh, I'm sorry, they bullied you because you were talking to me. And uh, Richie just says, I don't care. And uh, at earlier, Maru's asked him if he wants to get, join, like, the radio club. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, cool, you don't care. That's great. Because he thinks they're going to be friends. And he just goes, yeah. I don't care about radios either. Yes, yeah, just, just don't care. Like, I don't want to do your ham radio thing. My, <laughs> like, I, my guy, I don't, I don't want to talk to truckers. Yeah, like, um, he just doesn't care about anything at this point. Like, he just, even the piano, which is a huge plot point, he knows how to play the piano, uh, which yeah. comes up, obviously, again. Um, but even that is just, like, a way for him to feel like he's close to his dad when his dad's not around. Like he yeah. is just a miserable dude. You're, you're skipping. You're skipping ahead, Trevor. Sorry. No. Go back no. to the synopsis. I'm yeah. bad at synopses. So it's it's okay. Yeah. Uh, so am I. I wrote I wrote way too long of one. So but okay. so yeah. So so after but after he tells Maru that like I don't give a fuck about radios. Um, Maru <laughs> then warns him. It's like oh hey, just a heads up. If you thought like those bullies were bad, the person that sits behind me is a goddamn terror. Uh, which reveals uh, another one of Richie's wonderful quirks. Uh, he just when he gets anxious, he gets really bad nausea. And one of the um, ways he or wait, actually, does he go up to the roof now? 
Wait, I've written yeah, this down. Does. Why? Okay, I've he written does. this down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't I just look at my computer screen? Well, this, um, yeah. So this is like this is when I was when I had to laugh because like it's it's sort of like this. I don't get nauseous when when plans yeah. change, but like if you ask anyone in my life if plans are altered, like we mm-hmm. have like I have plans and then all of a sudden the plans suddenly change, um, I become completely unmanageable. <laughs> like I nice, become a completely nice. terrible person. Yeah, and okay. just oh, terrified yeah. and anxious. Okay. Also, yeah, okay, he doesn't he doesn't run up this time. This time, uh, the class rep, Ritsuko, is like, Hey, I'm I'm gonna show you around. And because because she's a cute lady, he feels a lot better. Um Yeah, there's a lot of cute lady uh magic in this in this show. Uh yeah, I mean l- like R- Richie is a uh, is a bit of a simp, Trevor. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest <laughs> with mean, you. I mean yeah, I'm glad that I'm glad that uh like, let's has just, entered into the parlance to describe Richie. Yeah, like let's just like let's just get this like uh, like I'm not ca- I'm not trying to cast all that much judgment when I say it, but it is it like let's be clear, he's a simp. Yeah. Um but so but as she's sewing him around, he gets uh pegged in the back of the head with a baseball. Um, Pretty brutal prank. Yeah, and you know, and most of the kids' reactions around him are just to laugh, which just brings the nausea up. He immediately books it to the roof because that's, you know, that's how he centers himself. Um, however, he runs into an obstacle uh, on the way, right before, right before the roof. Uh, just a bunch of chairs, the white sheet over, uh, uh, over them, rips off the white sheet, and, you know, then he meets Centaro. Uh, who's holding his hand because he's woken him up. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those moments, like I was saying to you, uh, and I won't go too much into it now because yeah. it's probably something we want to cover when it's like we're talking about the uh, the themes or whatever, but yeah. like it, it was one of those moments where I was so taken by the fact that, I was really taken by the fact that this like, there's this extremely sort of like, uh, homoerotic moment in in the show where uh, Centaro grabs his hand and, and sort of like he looks lovingly at him and says like something like the lighting is out of control as yeah. this happens and he says something like like what took you so long or something like that mm-hmm. um, and and it's just like but then immediately and there's no explanation for why he does this like there's mm-hmm. not it's not clear why he would say I don't know what took you so long other than he says like he's been looking for the key thief but it's yeah. not clear why he would grab the key. Or, you know, maybe, maybe he's having a good dream. Yeah, that could be. But, like, it's yeah. not explained that instantly Centaro's just like, hey, you're, you're not who I expected. Yeah. And it just moves uh, on from yeah, there. Ask him if he's the key thief. You know, he's not. They're in the middle of having, you know, their meet cute when these degenerate senior smokers show up and they have the key. Oh. Um, and to get it back, Centaro tries to fight three people much older than him and uh, gets his ass beat. But thankfully, you know, gets the key. Um, you know, Richie Richie gets to hang out on the roof uh, and look over Centaro's just destroyed body. Um, and Centaro says, you know, you can have the key forever as long as... Um, and, like, Centaro tries to d- establish dominance over Richie in these next two scenes, right? He says, you can have the key if you give me 100,000 yen. <laughs> and then in the classroom, when he realizes that they're classmates, he moves his seat to be directly behind him. Right. Um... But then all that all melts away the instant uh, Richie's nausea comes back. He just grabs the key, starts running, and Centaro, like the little dog that he is, is like, I'm gonna follow this cu- this kid. This seems this seems like a good a good way to go. One of the things um, I like about this show is that like a lot of the things that are said, like by mm-hmm. like initially by characters, 
uh, end up being these thematic notes throughout. Like the Centauro at one point says, like you know, fear never helped anyone. Oh um, no! no in the, so in the, yeah, so that, that's actually about to come up, right? So oh, okay. they, they, yeah, so they go up the roof. It's now pouring rain. They both have umbrellas. Um, and Centauro eventually just like throws his away because fuck it, and he tries to get Richie to get rid of his. And he's just standing over him trying to grab the umbrella and then just yells, fear never got anyone anything good. Um, and um, chucks it over yeah. the edge of the roof. Yeah, oh, sorry. The, yeah, the actual line is nothing good comes from fear. And then yeah, chucks the umbrella over the roof. They both and then they just both are guys being dudes on the roof, you know, having a good time. Yeah. Getting soaked. Uh, nothing, and- nothing, nothing to be worried about. I mean, the thing about, like, the thing about Centauro, I think it, that's kind of strange, but also, um, you know, it, it's it's strange, but it's not, like, totally unheard of for a genre like this, is mm-hmm. that even though he's sort of the tough guy, he is probably, like, more scared than Richie is, um, like, secretly more scared, but... Are, I you, like are, the- you, are you saying this because we learn in episode two that he's Catholic? <laughs> I wish I was. Yes, of course I am. Uh, only because because Richie is not afraid of the afterlife. He's, yeah, he's not a dog. Um, but no, the um, uh, like, I think it's cool though that the the basic bluster of Centaro is like so friendly and helpful, and Richie sort of learns from it by episode three. Which I feel like watching a lot of American shows that have extremely drawn out plot lines like it's mm-hmm. cool to see something come to fruition in a normal amount of time well that's well, that's one of the things i really like about the one the you know 12 episode one core whatever like format you want to call it um is that it really does condense these storylines down because even one one like one of the shows um i've had if we ever get to like doing the longer shows is called like wolf's rain and like even when these shows are 24 episodes long the like pacing could get so bad that it would be like, all right, here's three recap episodes in a row because <laughs> we just don't know. We need to kill time, right? Right, like, sure. We, um, it doesn't matter how long the story like is. We need to hit twenty four episodes, and what you know, the twelve episodes. It's just like, nah, fuck it. We need to hit all these beats running. Yeah, definitely. Um, which like I thought it was cool because like I I did not expect to see actual like plot progression in a will-they-won't-they anime by, Mm -hmm. you know, the end of episode three, and there was. And I was like, that's pretty cool, actually. That's great. Uh, So go on. Continue with your So yeah, back to the episode. So, you know, they're, they're, you know, soaked in the rain, so they gotta go to the nurse's office to um, you know, change, get dry. Uh, And this scene is important for two reasons. One, uh, Richie just, uh, Richie utters the word jazz for the first time because Centara's, you know, playing drums on the desk. Um, And they, (laughs) and they talk about it, um, you know, for just long enough because uh, the second most important thing happens, uh, which is that, you know, uh, Ritsuko comes back and, you know, she sees Richie without his glasses and she just tells him, you have a really pretty face. Um, which this is important because the thing I did not really pick up on until watching it this time is that whenever they are alone together, he always has his glasses off when he's talking to her. And I just think that's really funny and cute. 
Oh, I didn't even notice that. That's really cool. Yeah, like like That's I remember. A great note. Like I remember, like in episode three, like you know, at the at the at the grand the conclusion. End? Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah, like I'm your prince. Look at my face without these disgusting glasses on them. Um, but like yeah, like even later in the episode when they're cleaning like the hallway together, he just like casually takes his glasses off and puts them in the pocket. <laughs> That's it's funny. Just, it's just a really funny thing. Um, and also deeply like. Yeah, yeah, that's why I got contacts. Yeah, no, I get it, I get it. It is, like, this is definitely one of those shows, and it might be one of the reasons that I don't, like, watch a ton of, of like, uh, I guess Slice of Life's better than romance. This isn't exactly a romance show, but in some ways it is, I guess. Um, you know, it's a lot of, a lot, uh, you know, you know you know me, Trevor. I generally don't like using any kind of genre terms, but... Yeah, you're one of those guys. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, like... One of the reasons is, of course, like if you're watching this and you've been a teenager mm-hmm. um, and uh, you've you've experienced uh, any sort of romantic feelings, then um, you'd recognize some of this stuff. And it is somewhat not sometimes not the most fun thing to re re-experience. Uh, yeah, but like it's, you know, it's it like also works like it's well done. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, we talk about, like, code switching, like, you know, here I'm with, like, here I am as, you know, a black or brown person with my family or when I'm in the white world. Um, but it is also very much like, here's how I am around my friends, and then, shit, here's the cute girl that I like. I'm way smarter than I normally am. <laughs> right. I'm way more confident, guys. I got this. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so so they basically, in, in, the, in the beginning of the show, they've set up all of the, all the basic marks that you would want them to, where, like, mm-hmm. um, you have the, uh, you have the cute girl, you have the fish out of water, you have sort of like the extremely confident friend who's also like seemingly a bully, but not a bully to you. Um, all the, all the parts are already there within like the first half of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we still got, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm real like, you know, going hey, through the, the first show. Episode. It's okay. Yeah, going, well, yeah. Going through the show. It's like, man, my synopsis has got to get shorter, but you know, <laughs> the shows are so good, Trevor. They're so um, good. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, yeah. After, sorry. Um, oh yeah. So and then after this scene, we get the um, Richie thinking about his dad, um, and you know he plays his piano to like feel closer to his dad and to you know get away from all of his uh, miseries. But then it it then it does the the classic trick of him waking up from the dream, going like, um, I'd much rather have the I'd like or what does he. I wrote it down exactly what I say. Um, here, as he's waking up, he just says, like, I don't want a grand piano. I want, and he doesn't finish the sentence, but he's like, he's saying his dad. Yeah. But as he says, I want, it just cuts to him, like, caressing the grand piano at his aunt's house. <laughs> um, and he's just, he just looks really sad. Um, it's a super sad moment. Yeah. Um, and then And then that's where you get a little bit of the, you know, extended family dynamic where you see his... His cousin comes down and is like, hey, play me some shit, bro. It's good. It's cool. It's the morning. This is, you know. It's fine. fine. Yeah. Don't worry um, about it. Yeah, and he just plays a little bit of that bastard classical music. Um, and, um, yeah. And then, his, you know, that wakes up his aunt. She comes and is like, why the fuck are you playing? Like, why are you doing this? It's so goddamn early. Which I just think is, like, really <laughs> funny to say that about, like, classical music. <laughs> I also um, like how quickly his cousin just throws him under the bus. Oh yeah, like, I told yeah, him he, not to. Yeah, he's yeah, just like she she told me to, and then the um, Mariko's just like, nah, I didn't. 
I told him to uh, stop. <laughs> yeah, and weirdly enough, the, the aunt's going to side with her daughter. Right. Um, yeah, this was the moment where I sort of realized, like, oh, the, the living situation for Richie is pretty rough. Like, it's yeah. not rough in, like, a, it's not abusive or anything, but it's, like, extremely, like, a bummer. I don't know. It's kind of abusive when, like, your aunt says that uh, you're playing this oh, fucking yeah, piano in the morning that. because your mother abandoned you. Yes, I forgot about that line. Yeah, that's an abusive thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. I was just thinking about the don't play piano at, like... No, yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. Like, I can understand... Like, I can understand... Yeah, no, totally. If it wasn't for that line, it's just like, ah, oh, it's rough. Um, yeah, no fun, but yeah, yeah no, like, that, that line sucks. I, I didn't yeah. like yeah. Uh, which, yeah, um... Sorry. So, and then after, I'm going to start using the highlighting function. Ooh, um, cool. Yeah, so then that's where we go. And then from there, it's, you know, back to school, talking to uh, uh, Ritsuko without my glasses, being very normal. And that's where she tells him that she really hopes that he and Centaro can be friends because she's childhood friends with Centaro. Um and she also, f um, and like that's why she calls him Centauro, not Kawabuchi chan. Um, yeah, I didn't really realize that that uh, that informal names were this big a deal. Um, oh, yeah. So that's like, so the like dropping an honorific or like not using the honorific is generally like a sign of closeness. Okay. Can I'm not the person to talk to about, you know, the ins and outs of various. No, um, it's honorifics, but they matter, um, yeah. right? No, yeah, for um, sure. I mean, it reminds me a little bit of like how um, how Russian naming conventions work. Yeah, like yeah, and uh, uh, one of the shows uh, have lined up is very much about like how important names are. So cool. we'll, get, we'll get to that when we it's get the film. To... Call me by my name. Uh, call, call me by your name. Call me God by my name. <laughs> it's, it's the call film me. where I ask someone to call me. By my yeah, name. that's yeah, that's the Tom Sharpling us. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Goddamn. Um, but yeah, so um, and uh, well, and speaking of names, she fucks his entire world up when she calls him uh, Karuzan. Karu. Karu. Um, yeah. yeah um, and he's just like he, he hears it echoing in his head, and it's just he like, says like, "Why did that echo like that?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> such a good um, moment. Yeah, and then like further fucks him up because like he has like, "Oh, by the way, do you know any like good record stores around here?" And she's like, "Yeah, my my dad runs it." Um, she actually says, "Why don't you come to my house? I have a bunch of records at home." Oh yeah, yeah. And I, then he I says, "That's he how says, she." Like, oh yeah. shit! Is this how like women are? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> women are in the country, which is. <laughs> Wild. I mean, yeah. you know, obviously that's like a common like perception thing, right? Um, there's fuck all to do in the country, so they're all just fucking all the time. But it's like a very funny scene. Yeah, it was. It was a weird. It was a weird moment because he's so underconfident, and then he's like, "Oh, geez, like this is gonna get. This is going fast." And it, yeah. It's it's a very like. I have a very pretty very... face when I'm not wearing glasses, Trevor. <laughs> it's a very honest moment though, where it's like the the weird like contradictory dumb things you think where it's like oh I'll, I could never get with this girl and then it sort of looks like you might and you're like oh geez am I ready for this <laughs> she said like, she said my name dude we're getting married we're now. going <laughs> uh, sorry for sorry for clapping um you're allowed to clap it's fine uh, you uh, know headphone headphone users yeah right they'll get over it um <laughs> Uh, patreon.com slash no cartridge <laughs> I can't um, I can't wait for people to pay for this final episode yeah. um 
so yeah, no, it's so like it it is a it's a moment where they, he finally gets to the father's uh, record store um, yeah. at the end of this towards the end of this episode and discovers uh, in the basement what. Uh, hey, uh, we got a well. Like the first thing he sees is the piano, right? And he like goes down, it's like ah, oh, cool. And the instant he touches the piano, he just hears Centaro bang on that drum. Yeah, and he says, uh, "You're not allowed." No, like we have an intruder in here. <laughs> Yeah, it's like we have an intruder in here. Also, if you like, you can never play classical music in this in this realm. This is a jazz only realm. Um, <laughs> the, the the total hate for classical and the love for jazz in this show is so good. Oh, you're there's like yeah, there's you've only seen the beginning of Centaro's thoughts on non jazz music. It's great. Um, so so yeah, like the instant he says no classical music, he just uh, performs and of like. A very good drum solo um, walks up to the piano because he knows that's Richie's music and um, starts playing a little bit of Art Blakely's uh, Monin. Um, and then, you know, Richie's like, I vaguely know this song. I can play it. You know, they start arguing, pushing each other around. Um, uh, Centaur just says, like, you've got no soul when you play, you little piece of shit. He doesn't uh, even say soul. He says... There's no swing. Ah, <laughs> oh, swing. Yeah. <laughs> which again, it's not jazz if it doesn't have swing. <laughs> which again, listen. I like. I don't want to like make fun of dubs too much because I think a lot of dubs are like fine now and like the voice actors like they do a lot of work. But it's why I didn't it, call this show no dubs. Yeah. <laughs> but like, and also like Sentai Filmworks. If you want to sponsor the show, yeah, yep, I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop doing that in like four episodes when I realize this will never. We're not make getting any sponsors. Money. Yeah, it's um, tough to get sponsors. It turns out. Yeah, weird. Weirdly enough, on this like you know uh, quote unquote leftist show, these capitalist they don't want to fund us. Oh. Listen, listen, yeah, Sentai Filmworks, send us, send, send me a copy of the eight hundred dollar Legend of the Galactic Heroes box set, and we'll, yeah. this show will only cover shit that's on high dive. Like, I mean, we'll only, we'll only, it'll be a, it'll be a Legend of Galactic Heroes uh, podcast, which I'm sure doesn't. Exist no, I can't. Yet. I, 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 like that's one of the shows where I like I don't want to talk about that into a microphone because this is already embarrassing myself, and it'll just be that much worse. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Fair enough. Uh, so, anyway, speaking of embarrassment, so Richie is like leaving the shop, head down, and then he asks uh, Ritsuko's father, like, "Hey, do you know what? Do you know what song that was? By the way." Um, and he gets shown the album and the album cover and buys the record, um, and like he just you know the episode's him with him going like. I can't get this shit out of my head. Like, I, well, no, it's, I can't get Centaro's drumming out of my head. Um, and then he's doing a, like some sort of jaunty, ex- over animated walk uh, down the hill. Um, <laughs> Ritsuko goes like, "Hey, hey, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You don't usually walk this way." <laughs> yeah. It's like you, yeah. Um, and then he actually says he does walk that way. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. very cool. Because <laughs> it's like, nah, I do. Takes like two more steps, and then Centaro runs, hits him in the back of the head, keeps on running down that hill. Uh, obvious tribute to Kate Bush, right? That's the only explanation. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I, I feel uh, Olivia would say the same thing. I yeah. also think that this is like another really good moment where, like, all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, like. The hill is symbolic of like just drudgery getting up it, but also um, 
you you basically get to like see someone who's totally not trapped by it at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, like the the line is like, I want like Centauro sees what's past that hill, and I want to also. Which you know, not to get too up ass again and talk about space, but like the beginning of the episode begins with like you know the hills, the nightmare. I I'm emotionally invested in how bad this hill is, and then seeing like, <laughs> right. ah shit, man, Centauro Centauro's got to got it together. Right. Yeah. And this is like, this is again one of those moments where the show kind of dabbles in uh, a, a kind of like homoeroticism or homosocialism, homosocial. Yeah. Uh, what I like, like, I don't like saying that word anymore because it just feels like I'm in you can, class. You, queer coded, Trevor. Queer, mm. Thank you. I, I'm yeah. sorry. I've been out of the academy for a little it's, bit it's now. It's okay. Um, but it is queer coded, but it's queer coded in a very sort of like friendship way, insofar yeah. as like it is like. They really don't examine, at least in these first three episodes, maybe they do, but like they don't really examine the sexuality of it. It, it truly is sort of like a the way friendships can become yeah. kind of like pseudo romantic obsessions yeah. in, well, in their own right. Yeah. No, and, and I think it does a good job. I think part of that does come from so, like, the manga that this is um, adapted from is you know, gets classified under like Josai, which is you know, for adult women, which I get also just real quick. So, like, are you familiar with like the term shonen and like shojo, right? Yes. So shonen's for boys, shojo's for girls, josai's for women, sinens for men. Uh, I don't think we need to go that all that deep into why like gendering the like all like all that's like a weird and we're not going to spend a ton of time uh you know using You mean those it's terms. weird that we don't do it here in America? I agree. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Um uh, Dr. Pepper for men. Um, <laughs> right. But like, but part of, but like, you know, a part of, if, you know, if you are starting off your manga and you want your manga to do well, you know, general, and like it, and it is also the thing of like, because of the way manga releases work, you know, characters, like it's not in just like strictly in terms of like character development type stuff. You might not realize like, I'm not entirely sure what I want these characters to look like. So and like there, this is gonna change. Um, yeah, that makes sense. But also, like part of that is when you want your thing to do well, so you can afford to pay rent. You like at the beginning, you can play up like some of those elements, even that if makes they're not. sense. Yeah, like I'm not saying like, I'm not, and like, at the same time, I'm not saying like it's bad if you like look at like you see that because I mean it's it's there, it's in the text. Sure, they held hands. Um, yeah, and he constantly it, yeah. talks about how he like can't stop thinking about him. I mean, it yeah. definitely it's there. But like, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's also like I think what I like about it is I mean, obviously it's it's played very much not for like laughs or anything, which is yeah. good. Um, but then also it's like if it if it is queer coded, that's fine. But then also it deals with this idea that like and I, I think it's like something I don't see done often in media, mm-hmm. which is like when you're in high school and like you're making a new friend as like a boy. And I'm mm-hmm. sure it's the same way with girls, but I couldn't speak to it. Um there is a kind of like that's, that's never stopped a man, Trevor. Come on now. <laughs> it's it's always stopped me because yeah. um, I am terrified of messing up. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, like it it's like uh, it it is pseudo romantic because like you, yeah. you're like, oh, I really want this person to to like me, like to be friends with me. Um, yeah. And it can become like a kind of pseudo romantic attachment. And I think that's cool that, that that's in this text, because like I said, it's it is a real thing that happens, I think, to like almost everyone. But I yeah, have never really seen it talked about. Yeah, no, totally. totally. I think that's good. 
Um, which, uh, spe- yeah, speaking of analyzing this friendship, Trevor, um, you know, you messaged, you, you did message me when you were first watching this episode, like, is the first reason you picked this show because I'm Richie, because I'm just an erotic piece of shit. Um, <laughs> Effectively, I said that. I think you're, there's, there's a little bit of, yeah, uh, you know, a little bit of poetic license, but that's fine. Yeah. Uh, um, so, and, and I told you, it's like, uh, it's part of it, but not the entire bit. So the entire bit is that, you know, most, most of the people listening to this don't know who I am, right? Uh, like, they probably all turned it off now. It's like these, <laughs> like these numbers are just going to, like, the listening numbers <laughs> to the show are just going to make you really sad eventually, which is good because you're doing the show so that you stop podcasting. Yeah, hopefully um, this is like, this is like my methadone. Yeah, um... But, you know, I just felt like like these two are a really good example of our dynamic, right? Yeah, like, that's fair. I can see Because, like, you commonly, like, I commonly wake up because you send me a DM on Discord and I'm fine, like, and my phone will wake me up. You know, I'm physically powerful. I have odd colored hair. Often you will, you will say, when I uh, message you and wake you up, you will uh, send me a message that says open bracket, grabs your hand, closed bracket. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, like, you're. Which you, is you weird, know, but, like, yeah, I get and it you're, you know, and you've got the glasses, you're meek, you're from an incredibly wealthy family. <laughs> um, That's right. Yeah. Um, I, I live in the Imperial core. Yeah. Um, of the I, Imperial core. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you know, you, you're, you know, this just like, this is us, right? <laughs> yeah. But also right, like I said, right. uh, but, but also like I shy away from that because I don't view myself as Centauro. Uh, I like, I'm of the opinion and this will come up a lot as we talk about like my favorite characters. I just wish that like growing up, my older brother was Centauro. Oh man. Um, Centauro would be such a, it, like you watch him, it's in the second episode or the third it, episode. Uh, the third episode is where we meet the siblings. Yeah, you get to meet us and it's so cool. Like it, it made yeah. me feel like a bad brother and a bad father. <laughs> I was just like, he's so much better at this than me. Then hey, I had to remind myself st- it's there's, a cartoon. There's, there's, <laughs> still, there's still time for Ozzy to just cling to you. Yeah, there you uh, go. We'll get there. Um, so yeah, uh, let me just check the, let me, oh, and the thing that, um, so, so, oh man, sorry for the dead air. Um, but yeah, I, like as someone that has like completed the show, I'm gonna try to generally avoid being like, oh, if you see this, it's a clue for something later in the fourth. Just because like <laughs> I like I generally don't care about spoilers in like an abstract sense. But I'm assuming that a lot of people haven't listened or haven't watched this show, and I know you haven't. And it's it is like a dick mood to be like, hey, this thing you're currently interacting with. Here's the rest you need to know. Here's the rest um, of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I did think it was actually, uh, like, ha- like it's no secret to be like, hey, the American presence in this town is a thing. Uh, so mm. and when they did, like, go into the record store and the only people there are, like, off-duty Americans there, I was like, oh, yeah. this, was always, this was always in the show. Yeah, that, um, was, that was an interesting inclusion. I did, I, yeah. I liked that because it felt like, it felt like a very accurate representation of like a record shop like that, where like even to the yeah. point where he was like, "Yeah, uh, you know, definitely. Uh, can you can you like run the store for a minute? Yeah, <laughs> like the idea of run the store for a minute while I'm while I, your dad, am out is like, yeah. If you've ever been to a record store, uh, it rings very true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and um, like we and you know we talk yeah, about no, the fucking hamburger, that, that right? Does. Like the influence. Uh, of America uh, right, right now shown in pretty benign ways but like it's here 
Um, especially but when nine throughout, right? This is like a pro-American show. Oh yeah, no, there's nothing. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, yeah, it's pr- constantly pro. Um, Watanabe, big fan. Um, so <laughs> he is a big fan of America. You're right. No, he's just a big fan. Uh, he's I'm not going to say fan of everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, and I, that's pretty much everything. I mean. I feel yeah. like we can like uh, so this is the I'm going to I'm going to make the executive decision so we're not uh so I don't make you talk for yeah uh, an hour and 45 minutes. But you tell me if I'm missing anything here. I think you can for episodes 2 and 3 and this is also an encouragement for people to actually watch these yeah. episodes cuz you're going to miss a lot from our uh I know I know people like listen to recap shows without engaging like I do that um all the time to- like I've done that like I listen to all units and I hadn't watched a lot of the movies, but yeah, yeah, you should, you should, you should, you should watch the show. Yeah. It's on Crunchyroll and high dive. Like you can definitely yeah. get both, but the, um, yeah, the, the, the show's really good. And I feel like the first episode sets up a ton of it. And there's like a lot yeah. of material there. The second and third episodes are basically like they set up a, the second episode sets up, kind of the the feelings between the three uh, protagonists we've talked about. So hey man, the sec the second episode introduces Brother John. So Well, you know, okay. So it also it's, in many ways Brother it's John. more important. Oh boy. Yeah, there's a lot going on in that second also, episode. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, also uh, Centaro beats the shit out of people that have a sword. I mean, it's a Shanai, it's a fake sword, but you know, he fights those people and he wins. Here's what I'm going to do cuz yeah. I'm realizing these episodes are very important. Yeah. I'm going to not talk for I'm going to let you do the synopsis right now, and I will try okay. very hard yeah. not to jump so, in. Yeah, so, so yeah, I'll, spe- I'll speed run through the synopsis, and then we can talk about the episode um, a, a little bit. And, you know, in the future, we'll try to, we'll try to get this more evened out. That's um, fine. It's the first episode. People expect that. Yeah. No yeah. I was originally thinking, like, what if we do four episodes a week? And now I'm realizing the uh, obvious <laughs> issue of that is re- you releasing a three-hour <laughs> podcast um, about – about, of, of 80 minutes of television, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so the yeah, so the second episode opens with uh, Richie listening to Monin and practicing it in secret because, you know, his aunt, not a fan of the piano, well, you know, in the morning, definitely not going to be a fan of, of jazz music, and also doing it very poorly because, as we've established, he just doesn't have any of the swing. He doesn't swing. have any swing. That's and swing, it's not jazz. Yeah, and uh, as he's leaving... Um, the school gets ambushed by bullies, which I which I originally thought were the smoke were the smokers from the previous episode, but they are his classmates and they have a sword because uh, one of the guys is Kendo, um, and they're getting ready and they're like gonna pants him and embarrass him, but Ritsuka oh. sees this gets gets Santaro who jumps off the fuck like the top of a flight so of stairs. Good. And, like, I'm pretty sure if that happened, you'd kill that man. Well, uh, I, like he, the, like, I like how he basically says, like, are you still alive? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and, like, starts fighting, you know. Ritsuku comes out with a knife, which I'm just going to say, if she had shown up with the knife originally, probably would have, you know, helped. Uh, and, yeah, I expect know. it would have. Uh, but, but this yeah. fight scene's cool, so I'll, you know, get some free. Um uh, Richie slightly emasculated, right? Because Centara is doing the fighting, so he tries to run over to help. Falls into a well, which confuses them. And they start spraying the leader with water, um, which causes the entire scenario to just break down. Um, and then you know Centara as a fucking T one thousand and just obliterates all these people. Um, 
And and then right out, so they escape. They go to the record store where Brother June wearing his sunglasses inside, being a cool trumpet player. Oh, he's so cool. Yeah, you realize the older he's, kid from Tokyo. Yeah, well, visiting from university in Tokyo. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's so from, cool. yeah, th- yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so and then like as they're there, you see uh, Ritsuko's dad just like walk down and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna play the bass. We're doing we're doing a live session." Um, and the three of the, like, yeah, brother Jim, Centaro and the dad are just having a great time, uh, with Centaro just telling Richie, you know, Hey, you gotta, you gotta join. And the vibes initially quite rancid when Richie joins, you know, he's not, but eventually he, you know, gets into the swing of things. Well, um, do, if you listen to the English dub, Centaro says to him, Hey, why are you so scared? Shaky, shaky. <laughs> just God damn just it, jump in. <laughs> I for yeah, uh, <laughs> so good. For no other show will we make fun of the dub because I like a lot of. But I, the um, dub isn't bad on this. It's just they don't, they can't do the slang very well. Yeah, like you hear the voice actors be uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. Um, um so uh, but um, and then yeah, so it goes well at the end. It's Ritzko and Richie alone together. Uh, so he takes off the glasses, of course. Um, and in his mind is like, uh, now's the time to ask her on a date. Um, which of course the words from his mouth are like, Hey, you want to work on homework together sometime? And she says, yes. Truly the um, most like awkward nerd way to ask someone out on a date ever. Very, yeah, very she, true to life. Yeah. And then she, and then she's like, Oh yeah, Sunday. We'll do it. Um, uh, <laughs> it's Sunday there, you know, he's walking to the meeting place, walks by the Catholic church sees that its windows open, looks in, it's like, oh shit, Risco's got a veil. They're they're just called veils, right, Trevor? I think so. I think that would be what she's wearing. Yeah, veil. Um she's like, oh shit. And I'm not then, that good at uh, Catholicism. I have to apologize to you. Yeah, you were, I mean if you were yeah. hoping I was gonna save you there. Uh, we're just hemorrhaging Catholic left money now. Oh no. Um, <laughs> Gotta have Don on. He'll help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and uh, yeah, and then she, you know, taps Centauro just to appear, and she's like, "Oh shit, they're both Catholic." <laughs> Even though I'm pretty, sh- although I'm pretty sure in the first episode you can see that Centauro's wearing a rosary, which I understand is a faux pas, but also a good way to recognize that someone's Catholic. Well, but- they they actually they even like say they're like, "Oh yeah, you're not supposed to wear your rosary there," but Centauro can because he's special. So, yeah, <laughs> Centaurus been through some shit, so he can wear it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he keeps walking. They ambush him because um, you know he's still thinking homework date. But then Centaur and Richard are like, "Nah, get on this bus, bro." Uh, in in a very relatable thing, he's still going. Why are we taking the bus to your house? Yeah, he's um, just not not getting the fact that he is not going on the date he wants to. Yeah, and then he's like, "Ah, the ocean." Shit, uh, and then you see Centaro on a boat with a with a straw hat on, um, and you know here's where then, he's one piece Centaro. Yeah, as opposed Centa- to Centaro, Centaro. Yeah, yes, fucking beat up sailor like yeah, previous hat. Uh, then Centaro just like consumes his popsicle, just further emasculates this small lad. But he's kind, he's you know he's into it. He um, is, and then yeah. Um, then they're at the cliff, the ocean side, you see Centaur just jump in, um, you see, um, Richie's continued, like, ah, girl, I like her situation when, you know, she's wearing her swimming suit, uh, 
Uh, and then she's like, hey, are you going to go swimming? And he, <laughs> he does the, the classic, I don't got a swimming suit. And Centaro's like, I don't either, just underwear, bro. Um, and then as Richie's getting changed, Centaur just fucking yells alley-oop and throws her into the water. And then kicks him in. Yeah, kicks him in. We learn that Richie can only swim in circles Which is because great. he wants to keep his head above water uh, because he wants to keep looking at the girl he likes. It's um, the only way I can swim, he says. <laughs> very cool. Uh, very, very normal. Um, just uh, And then, you know, at end of the day, they're back in the boat. Um, you know, Richie's like, I might be a simp, but I can still pilot this boat. Um, does turns it very, out he can't. <laughs> turns out he can't. Ends up on the wrong beach. Um, but it turns out to be a good thing, um, because we see three shitheads, um, like, you know, harassing a woman, um, very, you know, pretty explicitly for the purposes of committing sex crimes. Um, and then Centaro walks up, he's like, Hey, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, and in a good uh, mirroring, Trevor, you know, let's 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 use these terms um, yeah. of the beginning of the episode. Like these people have heard of Centaro and just fucking bounce, which I find funny because like these people don't read as like teenagers to me. They always read as like actual grown yeah, ass adults. Seem like, and then, then then they're just like, oh, yeah, he's from the other school. I was like, oh, yeah, school. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, shit. Um. And then the episode ends with uh, Centaro realizing that he is not uh, immune to hot girls. Um, yeah, not and, at all. He's like, very, and Richie's voice o- and Richie's voiceover just being like, "It happened in an instant." Um, I love that Wonder Years touch. <laughs> like, yeah. We didn't know what was going on at the time, and yeah, we wouldn't so know what, for many years. But yeah, so I guess like the only thing that comes to mind that I like still need to talk about this episode after having just you know read through the synopsis. That is, was good. That was real quick. Uh, yeah, at the beginning, yeah, you know, I, I, I at the beginning of the episode where he's like poorly practicing um, the piano. And he just has, like, the mental image of his mind of Centaro looking like a fucking Oni, just, like, lording over him. Uh, and Ritsuko, like, you know, <laughs> looking at him. Yeah, oh, yeah, just, like, laughing. And then imme- and then he talks to her once, and then immediately, like, that Centaro is defeated by, like, the imagined version of himself. I just, I like that gag. <laughs> it's, it was a really good gag. All of yeah. Richie's, uh, oh, by the way, his, his nickname's Richie because uh, Centaro says, you're rich, so you're Richie. Yeah. Yeah, you're um, right. Never, yeah. I don't think we said that. But the um, well, like, he he generally calls him Bon, which is you know different, but it gets translated as Richie, so mm. that's why. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I wouldn't have known that. Um, yeah. But yeah, the um, I think like the 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 bit where like any well, it's not a bit, but like the recurring thing where they they kind of show his confidence, just like rising and falling in completely illogical ways like it doesn't yeah. actually have to do with anything it's very good where it's yeah. just it, it, it's very true to life of like i woke up today and i feel great or i woke up today and i feel like i can never ever get this girl like it's very teen yeah. boy it's and ve- that, it's very teen boy it all but it also shows you why if you were anything like richie which i will cop to be we've established that you are yeah i was not I'm, i well, know. yeah no you were you were you were very confident and suave yeah um but uh uh it also shows as we established, Centauri does great with women. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but um, the it shows you what why it's like not a good thing to be like him. Why it's like a creep thing to do to be like, oops, I didn't bring a swimsuit. I guess I'll just watch you guys swim. Yeah, like it just yeah, just kind of like okay, this this guy needs to be whipped into shape. And part of the good part of the show is like he just gets pushed into being 
like fairly normal as opposed to just letting letting him be like a brooding weirdo. Yeah, like that was the thing rewatching that first episode. I was like, Richie's not that unlikable until like until he hangs out in the rain with Centaro. Like he yeah. kind of sucks a lot. Well, and, and, and like, they even I guess that's what I was really talking about with like how sometimes even the authors themselves don't know what they want this character to be, mm, right? Yeah. And then um um so yeah, like and then once he's, you know, in the rain, it's all good, but yeah, it is, it is it is nice that Richie is gone from like kind of a like weird, you know, grim dark boy to just like ah uh, no, just normal normal lad. He's well, yeah, a, Richie's like, okay. It reminds me like I don't I mean I I shouldn't I shouldn't say I don't like this because I haven't even watched much of it, but I read I read some of the manga and it just like did nothing for me. Uh, the manga of Death uh, Death Note. Um, uh, Trevor, we, you are going to alienate um, so many of your 20 to 35-year-old audience I know, because you don't I just, like Death Note, which is why I will say that Death Note sucks shit and always has. I, um, I didn't like it because it, like, it just felt grimdark in that way. It was like, what am I supposed to take yeah. from this? Like, it's just like this weirdo like kid who I don't like is getting his way. Like, yeah. who is this? His name is Light, for? but it's his name is Light, but he's doing all this dark stuff. What the fuck? Like, I yeah. Um, oh, oh, is it really? It's gonna go bad for him in the end. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, yeah. All right, but then for a while we just Patreon get to is him. down to twelve hundred a month. Oh god. Oh, I mean, uh, that's who I wish I was. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, no, it's. It's just, yeah, I, I liked that that Richie was sort of made to, like, not made to, that makes it sound, like, weird, but, like, it he was encouraged by his friends to just, like, act like a real person, which is what happens yeah. in real life. Or, like, yeah, and, like, he had the social interaction, like, I want more of these. I'm yeah, gonna... yeah. Like, I remember when a friend told me to cut my hair. She was yeah. like, you will look handsome if you cut your hair. And I was like, <laughs> and, and you took off your glasses whenever you talked to her. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't she was, uh, we, we never dated or anything. That was, yeah. It wasn't that kind of thing. But she was like, she was like, yeah. You know, if you cut your hair, you'd look like a normal person. And I was like, all right, I'll try. And I cut it. Everyone was like, you look normal now. I was like, oh, I guess this is what it is to be part of society. Yeah. But, uh, but <laughs> and then you joined a punk band. And then I, well, no, that was, uh, yeah, I was already in a punk band at that point. Uh, okay. The punk band was over at that point. It was when I was nice. like, I only cut my hair normal when I was like 20, 21. It's Ooh. bad, bad life. Um, so what happens in the third episode? The third episode is so good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, again, quickly, hey, we, you know, we figured out our new format in the first, in the first episode, you know, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, the, like, like, you know, I've already yeah, brought it up twice. I'll keep bringing it up because as much as I hate repetition, I guess I'm a victim of it. You know, like like the manga artists not knowing how the show is going to look like originally. <laughs> we don't, or that same way. We don't know. Yeah, we, we have no idea. Yeah. We're on this together as a family. Um, a the no cartridge gives, family. Yeah, the no cartridge prosperity gospel. <laughs> so anyway, where I get rich and no one else. Does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the uh, the yeah. So episode three starts with Santaro just fully in his feelings about Eureka, um, uh, and <laughs> Richie just and he's just like laying on the roof looking up in this guy, and Richie just shows up and starts listing off like a bunch of facts, which includes that one of her hobbies is uh, Nagatan. A naginata uh, fencing, which Trevor, do you know what a naga- Do you know what that item is? Naginata fencing. No. Uh, it's a pole weapon. Um, so, like, she- I already think if you told me that a high schooler is really into fencing, I'm like, word, rich kid. Um, yeah. So telling me that they're into, like, you know, 
not spear, but a similar type deal, like that kind of fencing. That's like immediate, like, oh, you're like super preppy. Um, <laughs> right. So I just thought that like that was just like a really good way of immediately establishing like what this character's background is, if not themselves. Um, but yeah, so um, and it, like lists off all this information for her of her to Centara and like sees that ma- that makes him really happy. Uh, and then a much less altruistically realizes like, damn, if I hook them up, <laughs> me, me and Rechan together forever. Yeah, we can be together then. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and then he, he does the very like, cool thing of not wanting her to ever hear about this plan. Like, uh, well, we're gonna we're gonna get into that because uh, this like there are parts of this with, that descend from like ah general boy stuff to like the wor- like the dumbest boy stuff. Yeah, I, I I once like I had thought about like people I was like into and being like okay I have to come up with a plan to get with these people. Like, yeah, I have to come up with a plan to woo her. Which yeah, is like so, the craziest worst thing of like so dumb. Yeah, so um, but yeah, so he tells Centaur like, "Hey, bro, no, no jazz practice today. We're we're going to your house." Um, and after realizing that he and Rechan are like the most neighbor possible, they're you know <laughs> bro houses. Um, we get to meet Centaur's siblings. Um, you know, they're all much younger than him. They adore him. It's just a really like a really good scene of just it's establishing so that like. You know, sure, he gets in fights and, like, all that, but it is not just Richie uh, uh, that he's, like, kind to. Uh, like, you know, he, he is a gentle soul. Yeah, um, yeah. That just happens to beat the shit out of any anybody that crosses him. Um, uh, and then, you, you know, we also meet his mom. Um, and the mom just instantly shows that, you know, she's, like, a good, caring mother because she just goes, like, yeah, he hasn't been eating much recently. I think it's because of a girl, but I know he loves watermelon. So have some watermelon. <laughs> I love how um, I love how he and his family eat watermelon because it, it's like a pogo comic where they just like eat the watermelon and then immediately spit all the seeds out at the exact. Oh scene. yeah, it's so yeah, good. And, yeah, and one of his brothers is like, "Hey, do you think we could like grow this shit now?" Um, and he has the best answer. Like I, I will say, like as a this is like a thing I'll say as a dad, like. Kids will ask these kinds of questions a lot, which is no surprise. I mean, people know that. Mm-hmm. But, like, it is so hard not to just tell kids, like, no, you can't do that. Like, we're not planting yeah. a watermelon seed. Like, you don't want to deal with it. You don't want to deal yeah. with the disappointment of it. It's, like, it's a hassle to have to be, like, all right, plant the watermelon seed and see yeah. what happens when you know what will happen. And Richie just – or, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Centaur just immediately goes, yeah, let's do it. Let's plant it. Let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah. like, that we, is the exact thing that you should say if, some, yeah. if a kid says, can we grow this? Yeah. Meanwhile, Richie is just like showcasing how much of a single of an only child that he is. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So then, you know, they're in Centaur's room. Richie's revealing his master plan, which is, of course, always the great idea of a double date. Group date. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love that he date. suggests the group date and Centaur doesn't immediately ask, like, Group date, you and you and reach on our date. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, because he's too busy about? being because he's too busy being terrified of actually having to ask out the girl that he likes. Right. Um. And then before and then that he you know we just hear something outside. He just is like, ah, my girlfriend's acting up. Um. Which you know leads you to think like, wait, what? Um. And then you realize that it is his pigeon named Sarah Vaughn. Uh, after, after the jazz singer. Jess Singer, who, in doing quick, like, research, making sure that, like, I got the right person, um, performed in the White House um, for uh, the Shah. So huh. that was weird. Uh, well, you know. We all, we all make <laughs> mistakes. Never, <laughs> never, 
you know, Listen. even even ignoring like the pr- the current political climate, just cool. like, hey, what the fuck? Who among um, us hasn't just performed for some Saudis at some point or another? Please, please, hey, 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 the Iranian. Oh, show. the Iranian Shah. Oh, okay. Come, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm come on, sorry, come on, Trevor. Come on. Um. Uh. Yeah. So and and then Richie makes his first. Um, and probably best joke of just saying like, ah, oh, the bird's angry because you're thinking about another woman. Um, and they both crack up. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then the next day after school, Centaur goes up to Yurika and two of her friends, uh, and just says like, hey, runs away back to Richie who has to yell at him. And then he pulls out a script, which he can't <laughs> even read well. It's so good. You know, Richie has ri- written it for him. And it's like, he, I think it's like cultivate is the word that he's just like, what the fuck? He keeps saying cult. Yes. Cult. And then she yeah. reads it for him. Yeah, she reads it for him. <laughs> the best. Um, and she says, and like, and then it cuts to Richie. We hear Centaro like go like, woo. And it's like, okay, she said yes. But then he just starts screaming for Richie to like come up. And so it starts telling Eureka like, all right, here's the plan. And she just goes... Hey, wait, which one of you is asking me out? Um, you know, under, I'm just, I'll say this, understandably. You want to um, know. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You, gen- you generally want to know. Yeah, I, um, I, I can imagine. And and Santaro's just like, clearly Richie, because I don't want to talk about my feelings, because uh, I have some internalized toxic masculinity, even though I'm cool. There's two really um, good parts in this. The one being that this is like a perfect uh, parody of... Um, of uh, Cyrano de Bergerac where like all mm-hmm. of a sudden it's like, it's like uh, the dude who, uh, who's your, like you're the, the person who helps you talk to women. And then immediately you're like, Hey, it worked. <laughs> so so like, funny. I'm going to write about this on Yelp. <laughs> hey, Hey buddy. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the other great thing is that like right after, uh, right after he screws this all up, he just goes, he goes, why did I? He's like, why did you do that? Like, why did you say that? And, and, yeah, uh, you fucking idiot. Centaro's like, I don't know, I don't know. I just opened my mouth. He's like, Richie, turn back time for me. Yeah. And he's like, Why do you think I can do that? Yeah. And I just love, I love like how how like it's an anime. So immediately it's like, oh, maybe he can turn back time. That's a cool premise. Yeah. And then it's also real life. So Richie's just like, that's insane. Yeah. It's just like, nah, dude, we can't. Um. We can, however, just immediately cut to, like, the pre-date gathering. Um, and uh, Richie sees that Centaro's roughed off. Um, uh, Richan just immediately says, like, ah, is another fight. Don't, don't worry about it. Um, and, then, and, um, and then it becomes apparent that, like, and then she's like, so are we going to go? And then it becomes apparent that neither of these two idiots thought to tell her, like, hey, here's the situation. Because Richie just goes like, oh, we got another person coming. Um, and then, you know, Eureka shows up. Centaro passes out. And Richie goes over to be like, bro, bro, get it together, bro. Um, <laughs> so leaving uh, Eureka and um, Risco to talk to each other, which becomes, hey, why are you here? Uh, Eureka goes like, well, Richie asked me out, furthering the confusion. Um and, you know, Ritsuko, like, if, you know, she's like, oh, great, cool, awesome, I'm happy for my friend. Um, and, you know, they get on the bus, Yurika and Ritsuko talk about, you know, fashion. Um, Ritsuko is, like, you know, con- like conscious about her body. She doesn't feel like she's like, oh, I can't wear a hat because I'm just a simple, uh, simple yokel. Yeah, and then she, she um, says, like, 
She says, oh, she's so pretty. Uh, Richie must have a weakness for a pretty face. Yeah, um, which, fair. Yeah, yeah I mean, sure. Yeah. Um, uh, and then Eureka uh, is like, nah, you can you can rock it and does a, does a thing with... I am let... let it, it looks... Yeah, I'm, it looks very sixties. What she does, what yeah, she does yeah. I, it's very sixties. Uh, yeah, she's wearing a full scarf under her hat, and then she yeah. ties her hair up in like a, like a babushka sort of thing. It's yeah, it works if you're in the sixties. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, and like they and and and, and, and like this scene just like sets up that like oh these two like these are two girls that like like each other. The, like they like this is not gonna be ah uh, they're fighting with each other for the boys' attention. Yeah. Um. Like um, but there's some, uh, there's some there's some drama, like yeah, and because, I don't I don't know yet what the drama's about. I will say it does not resolve yeah. what uh, Ritsko's feelings. Yeah, so are so yeah, episode. so now that we're on yeah, so yeah, so now that we're on the group date, um, <laughs> uh, Ritsko again, the only actual like human being in this episode <laughs> out of our three out of the main three character. Um, yeah, tells Eureka like, "Hey, these two dipshits, they play they play jazz real good," um, and Eureka is like impressed because you know shit, jazz is cool. Um, her brothers listen to it sometimes. And um, they furrow their brows. Oh yeah, yeah, they furrow their brows. <laughs> but she likes music with the bang. Um, and, and Centaro, the drummer, is like, "Hell yeah, motherfucker!" He goes, "Exactly, that's exactly it." Yeah, <laughs> very cool thing to say to a woman. Yeah, uh, but like, it refuses to, uh, you know, let her listen because he's you know self conscious. Uh, and then she gets herself hurt, and Centaro rushes over to you know provide the first aid by ripping off a handkerchief. Not the most sanitary thing in the world, uncovering uh, her. And Richie says, um, "Oh, he does have moves." Yeah, well, yeah, it's like, oh, they're getting along. And then, so like, and then, like, you know, the show starts letting us know by just cutting to Ritzko's face as she's just like, uh, like, just sad and doesn't say anything. Um, they then get up to, and then to confirm that actually nobody's going to get out of this hat by having a good time, they get to the marriage rock. Oh, um, this is a rough one. It's like, ah, uh, urban legend, you know, if you climb this together, um, you know, you'll get married and be together forever. Um, and then, uh, I forget, like, the exact order of operations where, like, Centaur was like, oh, climb it. Um, he says girls can't climb it. They wouldn't yeah, then he goes, it. like, girls can't climb it. Eureka's like, nah, fuck that. Which one of, like, which one of you is going to climb it with me? Uh, and, you know, just, you know, doing that. And then you see Ritzko go, like, nobody's going to climb it. There's a sign that's going to, you know, what the fuck? No, we can't do this. Stop. Um, right. Yeah. I think uh, which, I'm going to go ahead and say I don't think she's worried about the safety. Oh, weird, Trevor. Are you <laughs> saying that she might also have issues communicating her true feelings? I think so. I I think that might be the case. Damn. Uh, and they go to have, and then they, you know, they. Oh, uh, so, so they then they go to have lunch, um, and then, um, you know, Richie just again being really smart, just as like, uh, they're having a great time, and then Ritsko hands him her onigiri. Which at the beginning of the episode, when Centaur's like refusing to eat because he's all fu- in his feelings, like Richie grabs his onigiri. Richie's um, rich with onigiri in this episode. Yeah. So 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 like so he like is like confused, like, oh, she must be going to the bathroom, looks down, it's like sees the rice ball, and it's like, ah fuck. Um, goes to follow her, sees that, you know, she's hurt, um, and like goes like, ah, oh, I you know, I, I did, did this. this. Um Unfortunately, 
uh, is a, it continues to be a bit of an idiot though. Um, um, but like they go home um, and his first idea is just like, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna help Richie get on the right path and get with Ritzko. Unfortunately, the thought does not cross his mind to, you know, talk to Richie about this. His goal is to steal the handkerchief Eureka gives um, Centauro because, you know, he fucked up his um, to help her. Um, so And, like, runs up to the roof. <laughs> um, very weird. Very weird. This Just guys being dudes. Um, <laughs> just, this is how dudes have arguments. They just steal stuff from each other and hate steal, each other. Yeah, and then Centauro is like, wait, I'm way bigger than you, dude. Like, grab, like, you know, they got a fight. And then Ritzko, Ritzko shows up, um, you know, completely, like, misunderstands the details of the situation because I don't think anyone does at this point or anyone understands at this point, but wants her friends to not like argue be pissed at each other. Right. Um, so she's, so she just tells her like, Hey, get this, get your apology over with fast, dude. Don't let this, don't let this fester. Yeah. This is, um, this is bad if it lingers. Right. Yeah. Locks them in the practice room. Um, they, they play music to get their anger out, which is like good. You know, it's like that first, like, ah, they're like back on the right track. It's, it's looking good. Um, unfortunately, Richie's takeaway from that is like, uh, I can use music to talk about my emotions. I don't need to actually talk about it. And that's where he comes up with his reveal my crush via performing this song um, plan. Um, but like that, but like to me, at least that feels like a thing that's like in the back of his head. And then yeah. back at, and then back at school, like he looks in to like the art room um, and like sees a, a naked Santaro and Eureka um, and you know, he's like, oh shit, shit. The, like he and R like Ritzko will never be together, which means I gotta immediately do my song performance. Yeah. It, it was like the, what he knows and what he doesn't know about like Centaro and Ritzko's feelings and all like, yeah, that was all very unclear to me. And I think like intentionally so like, it seems like yeah. clear to him too, where it's like, yeah. Yeah, no, like he, Listen, he's it's just epi it's episode three. We got yeah, he's just as yeah. stupid as um, anyone yeah. in the show, if not if not more. <laughs> I also um, think it's pretty clear, and I'm just gonna guess. I I haven't seen ahead, and and you, you don't tell me if I'm wrong, but yeah. it seems to me just for the benefit of the listeners that uh, um, Centaro was not having sex when when Richie looked in. It was like a a posing for art or something situation. Like it did not seem particularly sexual to me. But yeah. maybe it was. Who knows? Well, you'll figure out um, together. Um, but so, um, uh, yeah, that gets him, like, pissed off at Centaurus. So he's like, nah, Britsko, I'm going to date her um, because she has no agency in the situation, right? Right, um, yes. So then, you know, he has her sitting behind his piano, which is just, like, a really funny framing of this scene. Um, plays the song, My Prince Will Come One Day. Um, Ritz, Ritz, oh, again, the one rational actor in this is like, oh, that's for the Eureka, the girl you like. Um, and then he takes off his glasses and just goes like, no, it's not her that I'm the prince for. Um, Ritzko finally pieces it together. Um, yeah, and, and he says it's you. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's you. I don't need an answer now, but just throwing it out there which is never like a 
like like obviously not everybody is like ready to respond to a romantic confession like in the moment, right? But right. generally I find when someone says like don't you dance like is just throwing it out there like this generally like no, you're not really like, just throwing it out there, are you? Yeah, like <laughs> like yeah. Um but yeah. the one thing I'll say about this scene, I mean I I obviously there's nothing wrong with the scene necessarily, yeah. but like the one thing I'll say is it is cool that they do a thing where he has to actually like, he actually does it. Like he actually says it. It's not what they won't be forever. It's just like, they actually say like, Hey, um, it like the show realizes that like the reveal of telling someone your feelings, like has like weight and stuff, but is not the most interesting thing in the world. Right. Exactly. And like, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen next, but he has actually said it, which yeah. actually opens this up for a much more interesting set of concerns for the next upcoming episodes. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, the episode just ends with he's in class. She's walking around campus looking at Centaur, who's up on the roof, who's like just looking out into nowhere. Um, and yeah. Just, and he says, you know, I don't mind because I told yeah. him. Which, again, back to selfish uh, Richie, but, you know, so it goes. Yeah. He's not a complete product. Yeah, so, um, oh, and the one thing I really wa- want to bring up, because it, uh, from the previous episode, because it doesn't really uh, come up in this, uh, Risco's dad, very oh, yeah. cool. Very, very cool good guy. paternal fi- Like, I, I do, I do like the... I do like, you know, that the show does have, like, the, you know, it has shown bad parental figures, right? But it also has just, like, two good ones, right? And Ritsuko's yeah. dad and Santaro's mom. Uh, and, you know. Yeah, no, it is cool. Shout out to good parental role models. I think that's, like, that's a, that's a trap that a lot of media falls into when it shows bad parental yeah. uh, figures. It's, like, they're yeah. all bad. Like, they yeah. will only show bad ones because those are the only interesting ones. Whereas, like... Actually, like good fig- good parental figures can be some of the more interesting characters in yeah, fiction like, as well. Yeah, no, it's it's you know just just appreciate it. Um, more specifically to uh, this episode though, Trevor, do you listen to do you prefer music that makes you furrow your brow, or do you prefer <laughs> the kind with the big bang? I prefer the kind with the big bang. I uh, for a long time pretended to like the kind that made me furrow my brow, but I always nice. I, I want a big bang in there. Secondly, uh, did you or did anyone in your band ever use a performance to uh, do a romantic revelation? Uh, you know, my the not vo- not the vo- using your status in the band, but like straight up performance to tell a girl that you like them. The vocalist uh, wrote a bunch of songs about this girl in London who he loved and had like a brief relationship with and couldn't. Uh, uh, I didn't know you were in a band with River Squama. <laughs> I said London, not uh, – I won't finish that joke. Uh, fair, uh, fair. I don't know if it's – yeah. Spe- yeah. Uh, but uh, but no, uh, so that was the closest. But uh, I did uh, play bass for a girlfriend and she – like which ended up like making her like very pleased with me, I guess. I don't know. Like she she thought it was really attractive. So like that was that was a moment that like it worked. But uh, no, I've never I've never played music for a girl. You've never opened with that. No, I've never opened with that. Uh, I can't imagine it would work. No, I'm I'm going to say this right now. The official policy of the No Cartridge Podcast Empire is that that's fucking messed up to do. Yeah, you shouldn't. If you're and, play and, I'll, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll say it, the show also does take that position. Yeah, it does. It does. And I, the, the the other thing is like the show clearly takes the position that like. Like Ritsuko doesn't seem to mind listening to it. Like she's enjoying the music, but like yeah. the music in the show is 
important on its face as music. It's like giving it an ulterior motive feels just gross. Um, yeah, it never well, has. Yeah, because it's the thing. Like she really enjoys the performance when she is like mine. Like, oh, it's for Eureka. Maybe maybe she should have realized. Like, hey, you should. I'll, I'll actually no, because she thinks that like he invited her on that date, right? Right. Like, yeah. She, he thinks that like they've talked about this. Um, right. So like I could see a couple dates in that being like a sweet thing, but then like the the realization of like oh you sprung you sprung a trap on me. Yeah. You flipped you flipped over a Yu Gi Oh card, and I don't <laughs> I don't I don't like that. I'm not into this. <laughs> I'm not into this duel. Yeah. No. It's it it's it's a weird. It's a it's an interesting. I will say this. It's an interesting moment insofar as like it, it is smart. Like it, it, Oh, I, I think it's, I think it's like a good, like good television. Yeah. Like I think it's, it's a very, good very scene. good storytelling. You know, I realize, you know, obviously it would be so much better if on the screen there was a giant thing telling you how you should feel watching this. And, uh, Twitter's you know, on it. We're working on yeah, it. You know, a blinking disc- disclaimer saying like, we're sorry for depicting a bad thing. Um, <laughs> In but the no, next epi- in the next episode, Richie will be French to show that he is a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> but no, it's I mean, it's it's a good moment, I think, in a lot of ways, because like the show is really like it's very complicated in dealing with like who's good and who's bad. Like, I, I don't think like there's nothing there's nothing that Ritsuko's done that is bad and, and nothing Yusuke's yeah. done that that's bad. Like that they're both fine. But I think like Centaro and Richie are both very, very complicated. Um, yeah. And like this is a complicated thing he's doing because he thinks he's doing like a good thing by, you know, um, telling her, uh, Mm. and like, and being honest. Uh, but he's not his, his intent was in the right, you know, he's just trying to do good, man. But the show also is like totally okay saying like, but it didn't work and it's not. good. Yeah. It's (laughs) It's like, nah, dude, like that's, what's good about it where it's like, it's not willing to, to, to play around with that idea and say like, yeah, no, it could be good. Like let's not, let's not judge him too quickly. It's like, clearly this was not a good thing. Yeah. It's like the frame, like the, like, cause it's also the thing of, I, uh, I'm, I don't, I generally don't, I'm not good at like talking about like shot framing and mm-hmm. like the technical aspects just cause yeah, like me neither. I'm not good at recognizing a lot of that stuff generally, but like a thing that was obvious to me is as she realizes like what's going on, the fr- the shot framings become a lot tighter and feel more claustrophobic. Yeah. Like the camera takes place in the stairwell now. So you see less of like the scene and all that. And it's just like very clearly like, Oh, this is icky. Well, and the basement is such like, it's such a, a, a cool place. Like it's such a nice yeah. and like free. Like place it's always been show. depicted with warmth the entire time before this. Yeah. It's so open. And this is at, at this moment, it's like, no, 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 it's not open anymore. It's bad yeah. now. Like it's not it's like good. We made, we, we made it gross. Yeah. So no, it's, it, but it's really good though. I'm looking forward to yeah. seeing more and more of it. It's, um, it's a great show. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess, yeah. So, you know, we covered them. Um, it's probably gone on a, 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 probably gone on a little longer. That's than, okay. An hour and a half is not too bad. Yeah. You know, first episode. So, yeah, so Trevor, uh, how, so, yeah, let's talk about, you know, some more general thoughts. How are you, how, uh, you know, uh, the Golden Globes just happened. Uh, you know, the quote going around. <laughs> we're going to talk about the Golden get, Globes. Cool. Well, no, no, but we're going to talk about you know. The, I don't know if you saw the quote. You know, Parasite one up on the stage giving his speech, and he just uh, you know. Oh, if you learned uh, if you learned how to read. Uh, well, subtitles. no, it's, if you get over the one inch barrier of subtitles, uh, you'll get over um, 
like you'll uh, you'll I appreciate open yourself that. to some yeah so which like I'll try to limit myself because we're doing like the anime podcast so obviously you know I'm a fan of foreign language media but I will say it was like really disheartening on just like a personal level to see the amount and we've talked about I've annoyed you with this too much uh, if anything but just like the amount of like <laughs> high like you know self-identifying like highbrow outlets publishing they're like here's our end of the decade list of best films and it's like 80% English language releases yeah. and like 90% of the foreign language releases are from Western Europe. When it's just like, hey man, just put just put Uncle Boon Me on there. Like nobody's gonna give you shit if you put Uncle Boon Me on your best of the decade list. Right, no, um, exactly. And like especially now that everyone loves Parasite. Like no one's gonna Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's but so it's so what is ass. what is your experience been of overcoming that one inch uh, <laughs> subtitle barrier? I I feel totally fine with uh with it, honestly. Like I I've always been fine with subtitles. And in fact, like I saw some of this discourse going around when the when that comment by um when that comment by uh um uh about Parasite was made where like yeah. the uh Bong Joon-ho yeah, or someone else making the comment. I think it was Bong Joon-ho made it. Um but the um Oh, he did he did say the 1 inch. Yeah, he yeah, said the one he inch said that. Yeah, I yeah. just wasn't sure if you were talking about something else. No, I was. I was. I just I couldn't okay. remember who said it and then you said who yeah. said who it was and that helped me. I, I I had not said his name up until that point. That's fine. Yeah. Um but the the um like I saw people saying like they even use subtitles on um on non uh <laughs> on like English uh language stuff. Which is me. I love using subtitles. I, I love having subtitles up. I read them obsessively. Uh, you know, it's not something you can relax to if it's in a foreign language or a language that isn't English, mm -hmm. and then you just, like, you have to read the subtitles, but that's okay. I, uh, TV doesn't always have to be relaxing. Uh, movies don't always have to be relaxing, and they can still be really fun. So, no, yeah. I love I love subtitles. I, I will always... I prefer subs over dubs because I like watching it in as original a, a format as possible. Yeah, I just want, want and, to you know, guys. Yeah, and um, and I'll you know, I, for me also, I think I talked about this in the intro episode, but like, I've got ADHD and Vivance very expensive, um, <laughs> and for me like re like watching anything with subtitles is just like very good at like focusing in on yeah. and like you know having the fucking Swiss cheese brain chill out for a while. Yeah, no, it's super helpful. I mean, it's just like it. There's something really, really easy about like. I mean, it's not easy. You have to set away, set apart time. But there's also something really valuable about not splitting your focus when you're enjoying something that's actually good. Yeah. And I feel like we're we're so encouraged to split our focus at this point that you know the the subtitles are maybe one of the only ways I can yeah. trick myself into doing it. Yeah, weird how all these like giant companies actually love it when you're. Like not focusing on anything. It's and you weird. Sign up. You can sign up to all these wonderful subscriptions, and the money just you know you don't have to think about it because it just renews. It goes. Which again, I got to uh, say, Patreon is a great uh, uh, service. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash no cartridge. Once and done. Twitch uh, dot, you get Twitch <laughs> TV slash no cartridge. Get in, um, get out. It's yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I, I found the I found the I, I think if I were to re recommend this, uh, if if anyone's on the fence about which version they're going to watch, the dub sounded fine. I thought the voices were decent and they they seemed to capture the characters quite well. But um, I really like the uh, I really like the original voice acting on this. It's quite good. Yeah. Um, and so I would say definitely I, go with subs. And just like my my blanket rule with anime in general is like the first time you watch something, 
barring getting drunk and watching 20 episodes of Naruto with your best friend, like, you should watch the subs because that's, yeah. you know, the, like, you know, the original intent and most, like, the rest of, like, and it is, like, a it is a, a very Anglo thing to, like, not watch subtitled things in general. Yeah. Um, I, I'll get off my soapbox now. Get off your soapbox. <laughs> so, yeah, um, what are, yeah, so... Obviously, you're liking the show, right? Yeah, it's really good. Okay. I like it a yeah. lot. I'm really looking forward to the next yeah. uh, are, couple yeah. of episodes. Yeah. So what what are what are you personally uh, hoping to get out of these next three episodes? Well, I want to hear some more music. Um, yeah. I'd like to see some. I'd like to see how the friendships all develop. I, I'm especially interested in uh, how Ritsuko and um, uh, 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 Richie develop from here, since obviously they're in a very awkward place and. There are a lot. There's a lot of media that I would not expect to handle very well, uh, but I expect this to to actually be handled quite well, um, mm-hmm. honestly. So I'm looking forward to that quite a bit. Um, are you Are you looking for more culinary facts? Yes. Or do you th- Or do you think the Blue Sky Burger is just gonna? That's that's uh, that's. I, I thought that was a one off, but I would love to have more. I, I didn't want to yeah. be too greedy. I, I I can't remember any of the omakes. <laughs> um, I bet it's one off, but if there's more, I will be very pleased. Um, what are you hoping yeah. to get out of the rest of this viewing? Reviewing? I've, Trevor, I've seen the show twice. I know, but there there's something you get out of a reviewing, right? Or rewatch? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, actually, yeah, because like I didn't pick up on the um like the glasses stuff, right? Like I right. picked like I remembered like in the big dramatic scene. Or at the end of episode three, but like yes, yeah, so I guess just uh, picking up on more of that visual storytelling. Visual storytelling. Um, that like, because I generally think it is good to rewatch media. Um, that's that's like one of the things that kind of that really bums me out about video game. Well, not video games. Like big AAA video games getting so fucking long and open world and all that is like, I like re- experiencing things again because I think you learn a lot more about something the second time you go through something right like because yeah. you know what to expect so you can actually critically analyze what's going on um which is why you're watching all these shows for the first time that's right you i don't like i don't idiot. like having a uh, critical distance only only critical immediacy for me that's yeah. why my career did went so well um yeah. hey you're one of the top 100 video game podcasts <laughs> on itunes <laughs> am i really I don't. I, I have no idea how to look it, it up. We're saying that you know what? what you're, now you're that we've said the, it, it has to be true. You're the number one video game podcast that has come out with an anime spinoff podcast in 2020, and you will be for at least another three weeks until I don't know the, Polygon launches until, another until the Macaroids yeah. put out a rewatch podcast. That, that's yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Why did I'm I? not going to say anything because money. Uh, uh, no, but the the uh, I will say uh, uh, I've gotten a note that Jamma is excited about it, so that means we have uh, God on uh, our side. As long as we've got one listener. Uh, <laughs> well, all right, piss. Well, this was fun. Let's uh, let's, yeah. let's let's meet again. Uh, let's meet yeah. again with everyone in about two weeks. And two, yeah, two. Or weeks. one week. I forget what we decided. We'll we'll figure it out. Oh well, you you said you wanted to ideally do one week, but your Trevor's drunk and your schedule's weird. So I bet I. I mean, this is this really was fairly yeah. easy. So yeah, I think I uh, and, and you know, I'm sure some shows will be different. Um, and you know, we'll we'll watch movies and you know all that. So it'll yeah, it'll, we'll see. This is good. So maybe right. we'll even see you next week. That would be wonderful. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Trevor, where can people find you? <laughs> this uh, is me saying promote your Twitch stream, asshole. Oh, at Hagelbond. Even, and also even though I'm not on TV, it all that much right now. Twitch.tv slash no cartridge. Um, and then yeah. patreon.com slash no cartridge. Maybe at some point yeah. if we can, 
work out how it would work. Maybe we could even um, watch some of these episodes with people. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like, that might be a good a set up, like, because um, I'm, I'm staring at the stack of Blu-rays I bought at the end of the year sale. Cool. Um, <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, especially, I think, like, for movies, that'd probably be easier. Yeah, for um, sure. But, yeah, we could, you know, set up an, a, an Akira watch. Ooh, that'd be fun. Or something like that. I'd enjoy that. Um, yeah, that, you know, get you know, get them in early. But, uh, yeah. Where can people and, find uh, you, you can, uh, people, people can find me at, uh, at Discord if you're in one of the, like, four Discords I still post in. Uh, if you guess what, if you guess what uh, the, like, the hashtag four numbers I put at the end of my name to show that I'm a Gundam fan, you can, you can do that. Uh, you <laughs> oh, can no. find me on Annie List. Um, I'm not going to tell you how, but you can find me there. Uh, I'm watching a lot of Haikyuu right now because season four comes out by the time this podcast is up. There you so, go. Yeah, if you just scroll back a couple weeks. You'll find him. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Um, well, let's, uh, I can't wait. I'm, I'm really enjoying the series so far. So, uh, yeah, I guess I'll see you soon. Yeah, see you soon, Trevor. All right, bye. to no cartridge if you'd like to support us further please consider going to patreon.com slash no cartridge or for a one-time donation paypal.me slash h-e-g-e-l-b-o-n it's really really helpful for all of us to be able to support uh the many people who make the show uh you know myself included but also our producers and various co-hosts um and and writers and artists Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, any of those things that would let other people get the quality video game analysis that you've grown accustomed to.